Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent into Kingston, Jamaica. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also, this time, please put away all carry-in items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing, or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot, or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both, let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to the show, Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This episode is called Entrepreneurship slash Pitch Your Business Idea, and this show promises to be fun and exciting. With me in studios, I have Miss Telika McDonald, entrepreneur slash entrepreneur consultant, owner of the business New Forex. Hope I got it right, consultancy. Hi, Talika. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Hi, how are you? You almost got it right. Almost. <laughs> um, it's Island Euphorics. Island Euphorics, beg your pardon. So, yes. first of all, Talika, yeah, tell us okay. who is Talika McDonald? You know, before you became an entrepreneurial consultant, what led you into this field? Oh. Well, honestly, it has been such a long journey for me. Prior to becoming an entrepreneur, I was actually studying medicine, something that is so far from business, like honestly, almost opposites, right? So I was studying medicine for a little while. And then as you grow older, you realize that your passions change and the things that drive you are no longer the same thing. So um, eventually I branched out into entrepreneurship, tried my hands on a few things, didn't work out. But while I was doing that, I acquired all of this marketing um, expertise just based mm-hmm. off of my own experience, um, my own um, self-teachings, and of course, implementing everything right along the way. So there is so many different things that um, started with Island Euphorics. So like I mentioned, it was originally um, different startups. And then while I was doing these startups and trying to figure out everything on my own and going to different mentors and coaches, actually realized that I loved marketing and business in and of itself. And it wasn't necessarily the startup, but it was the concepts and the principles that are behind marketing. And then Island Euphorix Biz Guide for Women um, was born. Wow. So you are about empowering women. Yeah, that's exactly what Ellen Euphorics is all about. I feel as if um, there are so many different types of female entrepreneurs that exist in Jamaica and in the Caribbean overall. And there's so many different things that comes with entrepreneurship. With the knowledge that I have, I'm always so big on sharing that knowledge with other persons so they can be successful in their business. So it's a little bit of business, a little bit of marketing, and a little bit of women's empowerment. Yes. (laughs) 
Okay, Talika. Yeah. So let me remind our listeners that this episode is called Entrepreneurship Slash Picture Business Idea. Now, I have been interviewing different entrepreneurs and their different businesses. Now, I've decided to, to find an entrepreneurial consultant who will take the time out to give us a few lessons about the do's and don'ts of entrepreneurship. So first, Talika, tell us, tell my listeners, who is an entrepreneur? So an entrepreneur is someone that is a go-getter. They believe in certain morals and standards and they're very big on chasing their wildest dreams. And that is a picture that's painted to society. But the other side or the flip side of being an entrepreneur as well is that you have to be willing to take risks. Yes. You have to be disciplined. <laughs> like I'm very huge on discipline. If you check my page out at Island Newport, you'll realize that I'm always talking about discipline because eventually all of the motivation and the drive and everything fades away. And then what you're left with is who you're looking at in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what are the different things that you're going for so an entrepreneur is someone who not just has a business idea and they don't just have the motivation and the drive but they also have the discipline and commitment to reach their goals and serve other people as well right right now Taligo, tell us what is entrepreneurship so entrepreneurship is to me a journey that never stops even when you get to that big point in your business where you're making all of this money or you've helped all of this all of these people it's all about leadership it's all about guiding it's all about um creating a path or carving your own path and and setting that way for people to follow behind you so they can also um, lead successful lives through whatever business idea or leadership that you actually offer to people. So that's entrepreneurship. It's not just motivation and just money and the big cars or the nice cars and all of that. There's so much leadership that is involved in being an entrepreneur. I honestly think that part um, is slept on. Right. No, Taliko. I know a lot of persons just want to say, oh, I have a business now and sometimes the business fail because what they don't have the sales or the discipline or the passion to grow their business. Now, Taliko, explain to us the difference between passion and discipline. So passion and discipline. So passion is something that you're probably very good at. You've always wanted to do it or you've always been doing it. It creates a spark inside of you. So you, it's just something that comes innately. And then, so a lot of people start businesses based off of passion. They Mm -hmm. jump on this feeling that they have and we compartmentalize it and call it passion right Mm -hmm. so it's something that you can see yourself waking up and doing every day because you love it it's ultimately love Mm -hmm. discipline however is to me what chimes in or what needs to be the backbone of your passion discipline are a set of habits that you commit to doing Mm -hmm. regardless of how it is that you're feeling that's discipline So um, I actually did a video on my page where I was talking about the two and how you can differentiate them. Because a lot of times, a lot of my clients would say, okay, so like I'm losing my passion. Mm-hmm. Do you think I should start a new business idea? And then what That's what they tend to do. That so they move from one yeah. business to the next and it just, it's idea stick or you just come out. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be extremely honest. 
I was a victim of that as well at one point for myself. Um, I have many passions and, and people generally do have many passions. And the common mistake is um, people jump on creating a business based off of their passion, mm-hmm. but there's no real dedication or yes. commitment or discipline that comes with that. Yes. So what happens is we jump and we bounce from ideas to ideas. And that's why our business can never really be successful per se because um you do it for maybe a couple months a year or two and then oh my passion changed no your passion didn't change you probably will still love doing this outside of business you're just no longer committed right yeah well that's the said. biggest thing well said so Taliko, tell my listeners some sales tips that you know they can use to enhance their business so I'm very big on social media. So that's my area of expertise. You have many different sales strategies and there's many different things floating around out there in these internet streets and what the best um, sales strategies would be. But the ones that I always tell my clients is you have to always be making an offer mm-hmm. and the best sales strategy is actually not selling at all. It's pretty much almost like being a doctor. You go into the doctor office you explain to the doctor what your problem is Mm -hmm. and then they give you a solution, right? Mm -hmm. You will never hear someone say that they don't trust their doctor. Why? Because your doctor is solving a problem. A lot of times people jump into sales thinking that there's some unicorn strategy (laughs) when there isn't. It's just all about literally solving people's problems. Mm -hmm. As the moment you solve somebody's problem is the moment you've made a sale. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest strategy that I have you have to get out there and be willing to actually talk to your customers talk with them as a matter of fact don't just talk to them and try to stuff your offer down their throat find out what their pain point is and then you can have a conversation around that and make your offer Um, so that's the biggest thing the second one this one is kind of more geared towards social media a lot of times people are just aimlessly posting um, their products or their per- their services when they're never really trying to um, connect with the customer or make a real offer. We think that maybe posting a picture of what we have, what we're selling is good enough and that's not true. Right. Sometimes you have to actually get creative, get in your stories, maybe get on your Instagram feed and talk directly to the customer in by talking about their pain point. So, for example, if you are someone that's in the skincare industry, you can make a post talking about, um, you know, if you're someone that is struggling with acne, this product is for you. You get me? Versus yes. posting the products alone. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times, those simple, teeny, tiny mistakes are the things that's <laughs> affecting our sales. Yes. Honestly. It's true. I've seen it a lot. It's definitely something that happens. I... When we're talking about sales strategies, I always tell my clients to stay away from those two big things. I see the lot um, in skincare and, and, and hair care. Yeah, it's in every industry, to be honest. Another thing that I always tell people that it's hurting your sales or hurting your business is the fact that you don't have your prices up. Why am I DMing you to order? <laughs> like you're losing my trust as the customer and to be honest in order to get any form of traction in sales you have to be gaining the customer's trust so the moment you've lost that you've pretty much lost the sale as well so you want to make sure that you can do different things that 
directly contribute to boosting your your potential audience's trust. That's mm-hmm. the only way they're going to actually buy from you. Now, Talika, explain to us uh, the, different, the difference between growth and structure of a business. So I would say, um, I always tell my clients that the structure is what has to happen before you can grow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people make the common mistake of trying to grow without having a structure. So structure is pretty much the backbone of your business. What are what is what are you selling? What's your business's bottom line? What are the different things that you're trying to accomplish? What are the tools that you're going to use to accomplish this? What does your sales process look like? What does your offer look like? Um, do you have a website? Do you need a website? Things like that is like just a small fraction of what your structure, your business structure can look like. And then we have the legal side of stuff like business registration and all of that. The problem is people try to grow and get out there without having those basic things. Especially business registration. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how can you get up and say that you're going to grow something that doesn't exist? And it is just like I always tell people that once you you set the foundation there, then you can start building up. Mm-hmm. But if you try starting building up on a foundation that doesn't exist, you're just gonna sink and you're gonna waste time, money, effort, right. everything of the sort. Everything. So just lay out the foundation first, and then you're able to scale up. So those are honestly the two differences between between structure and growth. Code F in collaboration with the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Association presents the second annual Blind Awareness Walkathon, which would be held on Saturday, the 12th of October 2019. The walk starts at the Victor Chinkit Park in Point Fortin at 9 a.m. and ends at the Fanny Village grounds. Come and walk with us, then enjoy the fun, activities, and entertainment. Let us show you why blindness is not a weakness. We have, so you can embrace it. What is your thoughts about a business plan and a business model? How, how important are these two critical tools in, towards a business? So I would say that they're very important. Um, if it is that you plan on going out to maybe get a loan um, from a financial institution or anything of the sort um, as a source of capital for your business, then you definitely need a business plan. But those two things are vital but i always tell my clients not to get hung up on them too much because the business plan that you start with no can literally change and morph and evolve as the years months weeks roll by in your business and that's something that you're going to constantly change so it's very important that you to to say the very least have one drafted up Mm -hmm. and you have actionable steps that you can take towards um take from those things but it's something that you have to constantly also change as well so my advice is sketch those things up create actionable steps from them but don't ever allow not having those things stop you from actually starting your business or at least working on it day in day out okay well said now i know i know you're not a financial person per se accounts 
but we see in these business Talika where people are being scammed business persons are being scammed paypal this that what advice would you give to these business owners about securing your securing your money securing their money and securing their customers in, in terms of their payment methods so i would say to definitely the very very first step is to invest in having two or invest in taking a time out to have two separate bank um, accounts mm -hmm. it's something that i posted on my page a little while back but that's a very first step in financial safety just simply because if you have one bank account both your personal your your everyday money and then you have um, your business money flowing into that not only can you ruin the the flow and the structure of your the financial structure of your business because your money is now getting intertwined let's say you should get hacked or scammed or anything of the sort mm -hmm. not only did you lose your personal money but you also lost your business money as well so that's the first step that i always tell people to take when we're thinking about finances mm -hmm. um for payment methods i always recommend having refund policies in, in place, cancellation policies in place, mm -hmm. um, just making sure that you're taking all of the necessary steps to protect not just yourself, but also the customer as well. Um, so if you're running an online business, then it would be best to um, go ahead and look into different payment options online. You mentioned PayPal. Yes. Um, instead of using your personal PayPal, use a business PayPal right. um, account instead. I know that there's this concept floating around that PayPal doesn't support Jamaica. In some senses, really? they don't. Yeah, there is this thing. Because here's a problem. Um, they You have to get a check sent to you. You can't just wire the funds from your PayPal to your bank account. And that can be a huge setback for your business. But it is still good to have a business bank account with them rather than a personal one because of the different policies and protection um, measures that's putting place mm -hmm. um, with the business bank account versus the, the personal. Um, the personal has its own security measures as well. Yes. There's different measures and policies more tailored to a business or to a business bank account that would be available and a better option for you. Let me just backtrack a little though, Telika, because... Sure. I know that persons have PayPal and Scotia is linked with PayPal, Sajiko is linked with PayPal and mm -hmm. I realize that some persons have some problems accessing their PayPal because they're saying they're saying that we have to sign up and have this PayPal card to collect the money so you know so to be honest um this is a topic that i spent a lot of time in when i originally started my business two yes. years ago yes. um, because at the time i was in jamaica now i'm in ontario canada mm -hmm. so the thing is the, the thing that surrounds paypal and withdrawing payments um i have heard the same thing that you have heard mm -hmm. where you need to have a PayPal um, card. That much is true. You can have a PayPal card as well. The other thing that I've heard is that you need to have a U.S. bank account. Yes. And uh, I'm all, I've also heard that CIBC does offer um, payments through PayPal. Um, I've heard many different things. I've heard of people having websites where you can pay a website developer to link your social bank account so you can um, accept payments that way. Um, to be honest, I didn't really dabble into it so much. I've mm. just heard so many mixed things. Mm. Um, for me, right now, I launched my website recently. Yes, we're getting to that. We're getting I'm, to that. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's because because I'm in a different country, I can actually just have my payments sent right to me because um, PayPal supports Canada in that way. Oh, you reside in Canada now? Jamaica, exactly, yeah. Oh. PayPal supports Canada in that way, so I can link my Canadian bank account to my PayPal and accept payments that way and withdraw payments that way. Um, but back in Jamaica, I know it was a little bit of a hiccup mm -hmm. because of just the different things that's happening. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, with all of the things that's happening with um, money laundering yes. and, and oh, scamming yes. and all of that, a lot of the international financial institutions have turned a blind eye or turn their backs on Jamaica when it comes on to certain processes. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I've yes. actually called around a few companies as a matter of fact and they told me, oh, right, the customer service representative told me, oh, right, that we don't support Jamaica because of A, the different um, things that has been circulating oh, about gosh. Jamaica and also... Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. And Sweet also, Jamaica. Uh, they've said that, and they've also said that there are certain legislations that's in place that the Jamaican government has that gets in the way um, of them trying to connect with Jamaica when it comes down to certain financial processes. Um, honestly, at the time, I kind of left it alone and um, went on to transact and do business through um, Scotia. Um, bank transfers and other ways that you can do business as well. Um, I know Sajikor has a really good card machine oh, yes, going they on. Do. Yeah, so there's many different payment methods that can that's um, going on. My advice to anyone who is maybe looking to accept um, online payments mm -hmm. is to just explore your options. There's businesses that you can send your money to and they send it to your bank account that you can look into. Um, you have website developers um, who can make the connection for you between um, maybe not PayPal. I'm not so sure about PayPal, but I know they can build in um, or they can do certain type of integrations where money can be directly sent to your bank account. It's just a matter of, of exploring your options. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Now to the exciting part. Tell us about your okay. brand new website. What's going on with that? Oh, yeah. So I have a brand new website that is currently doing all of the transactions, all of everything, everything is on the website. So um, I actually have five free PDFs that I've developed and written over the past two years mm -hmm. that's available to my audience. So you guys can go to my website, just click the link in my bio and um, there's a button there. When you tap on it, it takes you directly to the section of the website where you can download free PDFs. But there you can also get access to a brand new service mm -hmm. that I have mm -hmm. that is called um, the Instagram page review service. Explain so a lot of times, yeah, so I'm going to get into it. So a lot of times my clients tell me that um, they're a little bit strapped for time and people are always coming to me to find out, you know, why their Instagram page maybe isn't transacting, maybe um, why they're not getting as much engagement, X, Y, Z. So because of my level of expertise, I'm able to actually analyze people's Instagram page and then just right off of the bat, I can tell you, okay, you're not doing this. So that's what's affecting that. And you need to be doing this. This is a tool that you can be using and different things like that. So that's the aim of that service you can go online 
you can pay for it. It's $18.95. And what will happen is within 24 hours, I will review your Instagram business page. Um, it includes a form that asks you just very simple questions like whether or not you're selling your products or service, um, what type of industry you're in, just different things like that so I can understand the nature of your business. And um, once you pay for it, I send you a document that has all of the different areas of opportunities that I see on your business page and why they're affecting the goals you outlined originally on the form and um, ways and actionable steps that you can actually fix it. So it's very seamless. You just go online, you pay for it, or you order it, and then I just send it to you via email. That's great. This is absolutely amazing, guys. You heard it from Talika. Before we go, Talika, <laughs> what I found with, with many businesses that they don't, and I repeat, don't produce receipts. And it's an yeah. issue because sometimes when you buy stuff, they say, oh, paper finished, no more receipt, oh, this, that. But nowadays, people are going email, e-receipts. Tell us how important is a receipt? So the receipt is important in two ways. It acts as a proof of purchase, obviously, for your customer. But for you, it also shows or it's also um, a way of saying that whatever the customer purchase has been delivered, they got it, they okay, which can be a crucial piece of information if it is that um, you're running a business and especially if you're in an industry where um, return policies and stuff like that do exist. So that's how important receipts are. Um, I think, to be honest, without prejudice, I can be honest to say that I think it depends um, on the business, on the industry, and on the business. So if you're in a product-based business, um, you definitely need to make sure that that's something that you're consistently doing. But let's say, for example, you have a client where you're meeting up with them um, very frequently. You've established a business relationship with them. Um, and receipts is something that you can negotiate how they want to receive it and different things like that. But I still think that it's very important that you look into different ways that people can receive their receipts. Right. Perfect. There you have it, guys. Talika McDonald. Now, Talika, before we go, what advice would you give to incoming entrepreneurs and existing entrepreneurs? So for incoming entrepreneurs, I will always, always say, feel the fear and do it anyway. There's a lot of fear that exists with entrepreneurship and for good reason. There's many risks involved and it's a lifelong venture. So I always tell people to feel the fear and do it anyway, because that fear is not going anywhere. It's not going to disappear. It's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to, it's not ever going to go in no matter how prepared, how ready you think you are. So it's just best that you feel it, run into it and just do what you need to do. For existing entrepreneurs, I always say motivation gets it started, but discipline gets it done. So you will literally wake up and have days where you do not want to run your business. That's fine. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you less um, successful. It just means that you're a human being. What's the difference, though, is what you decide to do in those moments where you're no longer feeling the drive or the motivation to do whatever you need to do for your business. Those are the two pieces of advice that I have for entrepreneurs that are listening in. Okay. And how can persons contact you for any advice? So I'm pretty 
much open to them reaching out to me. There's many ways that you can reach out to me via DM on Instagram. We can set up a consultation um, that way, or you can book a consultation online on my website. Um, you, they can also. There's a form on my website where they can also reach out to me as well. Just fill out the form, and I get it directly to my email, and I'll respond. I like. I can either call them back, or I can send them an email. Um, or, or the option is there as well, where they can just simply um, just send me an email. I do believe that that button exists on social media <laughs> on my Instagram page that they can just tap on it and it takes them to a draft that has my email address. So they can DM, visit my website, or just try to reach out to me via that button. Okay, that's wonderful. There you have it, guys. Talika McDonald, entrepreneurial consultant and owner of Island New Forest. Euphorics. Euphorics. Yes, you got it. Yes, <laughs> I got it. Remember, guys, you can tune into my podcast on the following 195theglobe.com for confidence radio mixcloud.com anchorfm.net and apple podcasts remember life is a journey live good love god one love one heart let's get together and feel good blessings you want to say hi to anybody out there in the world talika uh hi to all <laughs> entrepreneurs <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you have it, guys. Talika McDonald. We are in a Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. A big thank you to my studio engineers, Mr. Sidney Thorpe, from Kingston, Jamaica, Mr. Damien Rose from Kingston, Jamaica, and Mr. Gary Kemmer from Monroe, Louisiana. Thank you guys for ensuring that the production goes well.